0: Welcome to yet another amazing episode of Bitch Better Have My Coffee. Yet another amazing episode. I like that addition. Yeah, or you could say, ugh, amazing. <laughs> is that u h h? Yeah, amazing. Ugh, amazing. Uh amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is another amazing episode. It's gonna be one.
1: Oh, Trust for us. sure.
0: Listen longer if you don't believe us, because we're not liars we're not liars. <laughs> or are we? And we're just telling you that we're not, but we're lying. We could be lying. So Katie, how was your day? How was your week? How's your month? How's your life? Wow. My day was good. We did a lot today. It was the first Saturday since uh let's see. carry the two, the dawn of time <laughs> that we haven't had uh obligations i guess we could say we always have something like we always have to go somewhere or like see someone or like run an errand at least we We didn't have any chores really the key one is people to see yeah we didn't have really anything to do this saturday and then katie came over to my house in the morning and i was like well i don't know what to do you're like what i was like katie what's the plan and you're like what do you think the plan should be and we never had that issue before really we always have a plan yeah so katie worked out in the wee hours of the ams yes and you got coffee and then around like 11 or 12 i brought your second cup of coffee Mm-hmm. we just kind of hung out on the couch for a while and then we played some cards mm-hmm, with your mom some gin because we haven't played gin rummy in a long time we used to play every saturday night for like months and months and we became pros and then i guess we, just we got all busy yeah all three of us got busy and then this week we're like let's play i won by the way wow i actually forgot that until you said that so by a landslide by the bye hey i was close i wasn't really close <laughs> it was actually kind of sad and then we went on a stroll an adventurous stroll it was a for those of you that have listened to the first few episodes we have, like, that hiking book. Yeah, and that, that we haven't been able to do since we live in Oregon and it rains every weekend. And even this stroll was very muddy and puddly. And it was technically closed. It was technically closed. We didn't listen to the sign that no. was on there. In fact, everyone was not listening. We actually, like, went under the sign and the fence that was yeah. keeping us out. And, like, a sign that said, this trail is closed for the day or Caution. whatever. Cuidado. Yeah it was fun um it's called quail ridge I think quail hill loop where did I get the ridge there was another one with ridge in it that we did not go to oh okay it was about 45 minutes there's like one hill that you go up when you first are there and then it's there's, negligible and then there's another hill that you go up to leave so it's pretty easy it's pretty like flat uh and the mud actually kind of made it the adventure I think yeah because other than that it was uh just a trail really But it was really pretty because it's been raining, so it's very green. And there's, like, wildflowers everywhere. Yeah, so it's gorgeous. It did not look like we were in California because everything in California is brown. And it's, like, right off the 405, which is crazy. You could see some of the high-rises, and you can see the freeway, which is just craziness. But we're definitely going to go back, and we have to call that number. Yeah. So Katie was telling me that she wasn't a liar earlier this episode, and that was because when we were going to disregard the clothes sign someone was coming out like they had just finished jogging or something and so then I asked the guy I was like you know is it okay or like are we gonna die like you know because we'd never been there before he was like yeah you'll be fine I didn't think it was that bad and I was like okay and then he was like and I'm not a liar and I was just like okay I also think I didn't hear him like I was already gung-ho ready to disregard the sign but you were more cautious and I was like what did he just say? (laughs) Like, I did a double take. I was suddenly interested. And I was like, what an odd thing to say. Doesn't that kind of make you think he's a liar? It's about a patch of grass off the 405. And (laughs) he's like, and I'm not a liar. By the way, I did not just hide a body somewhere in here. A 45-minute hike, like if we're We're not those people on the news that had no idea that he was burying a body something like that because to just come out and be like and i'm not a liar (laughs) it's also a very wide open space so whatever he did he did a great job because he's not a liar and it was broad daylight so i'm hoping he broke a law or something because that was amazing And that's my new saying, like, I'm not a liar. (laughs) Because if you go out and say that, it makes people think that you are. To someone you don't even know, it's like, why would I care if you're a liar or not? So that's our new saying. Speaking of sayings. Yeah, we have a top 10 list this week about sayings that we hate that people say. Yeah, so the first one has a story behind it. Uh, It's the phrase, play it by ear. Which makes no sense. If you're playing something by ear, like a plan, I guess you're kind of saying, like, let's see how the flow goes. Like, if something happens, it's fine, and if we make plans, then cool. But, like, it just seems weird that you're playing it by your ears. I've never thought of my ears in that way. No. No. You I don't should just know. say go with the flow or something. Like, say yeah. what you really mean. I have no idea. Do you want to talk about what you thought it meant? Fine. So, <laughs> okay. someone sent a text message saying that they were going to play it by ear. Like, the two that you have on your head. And nobody has ever sent me a text message that says play it by ear. Mm-hmm. For the past 25 years, I have been saying play it by Year. Which year. makes just about as much sense as playing it by ear. So for the first time, Katie saw it in writing and she was, you actually thought they were wrong. I you... thought it was a spelling mistake and I was going to jump on them for the spelling mistake. Yep, you were about to make fun of them. But then I realized <laughs> I was the wrong one and I had no idea this whole time. But it makes sense that someone would think it was play it by ear. Yeah, because most of us are not eloquent and in... we don't enunciate enough. It wouldn't even exactly. make sense <laughs> to be like played by ear you're gonna say it it, all goes together yeah play by year, which sounds like year yeah so So it was an honest mistake and it was hilarious and adorable my (laughs) mind was blown i swear for like a good hour i don't think you believed me at first you were like what (laughs) no (laughs) it's years (laughs) which we both talked about like how neither one of those makes sense we were both like why would you play something by ear? And then the other one, we're like, but well, why would you play it by ears? Too? <laughs> <laughs> they don't make sense. No. So number one, it's, it tops the list. at The thing I hate the most now is that saying. Yeah, that's number one. And now people say it to me, and I just feel stupid. And I feel like they know. No, I've, I honestly think it's an honest mistake, and I'm sure other people still think it's ear. But that's number one, and the rest of the list is in no particular order but that's definitely number one number two ish is it is what it is and i hate when people say that because you're just saying nothing like you're literally just wasting your breath because it is what it is everything is what they are everything is what it is yes and i used to watch the walking dead because uh it would teach me what not to do when i was writing And they used to say the craziest things, like one of the lines that they're actually famous for how stupid it is, is the main guy Rick is talking to his wife and she's like, what are you always busy with? And he literally says, stuff, Lori, things. So whenever I think of it is what it is, I think of The Walking Dead writers and their infinite wisdom i just think like uh what are you telling me then and usually it comes after like you venting to someone Mm -hmm. and it's like the most non-empathetic helpful thing someone can say like oh katie you're having like this problem at work or something and you're talking to me about it in length and you're really upset and i'm like you know what katie it is what it is so by the way where'd you want to go to dinner like it's just so passive and you're like i don't care about what you're saying it is what it is well yeah it is a problem at work thanks that's helpful I already knew that. Now I'm okay because you told me it is what it is. Oh, I feel enlightened. I feel much better. I don't have any more feelings Mm -mm. because it is what it is. (laughs) Number three-ish. For Pete's sake. I hate when people say for Pete's sake. Who's Pete and why are we doing things for his sake? I don't get for Pete's sake. It reminds me of something like people, old people would say. If anything, it should be like for my sake. Like. For Just my sake. Let me know what your feelings are. Yeah. Don't let me know what Pete's feelings are. I don't even know anyone named Pete. So me either. It wouldn't help me. And if I did know someone named Pete, I would always think of that person when someone said for Pete's sake. The number four thing on our top ten things we hate is, four ish. Is when people tell us to calm down. I hate that especially when you're passionate about something. If you really are, like, enraged and you need to calm down because you're making a scene or, like, it's not that big of a deal, even then, like, you're allowed to have your feelings, so, like, they need to calm down. But, like, if you came to me enraged, I wouldn't tell you to calm down. (laughs) I would tell you, okay, let's go take a walk let's fix this problem let's talk about it calm down makes it seem like we're not allowed to have feelings and it's the same thing as it is what it is when it's like passive like if someone's like calm down it's because they don't want to talk to you about it or like yeah. solve the problem but it's okay to be angry yeah be or angry if you're passionate about something like if you're really talking about 90 day fiance and you're super into it i'm not gonna be like katie calm down it's just a show no that's rude you i just am say not that. passionate about 90 day fiance <laughs> or anything you're passionate about not a big fan of that one the next one is also yours i hate when people say this and i'll call anyone out who says this to me is i guess when you're telling someone something sincerely Mm -hmm. because you brought up joking earlier but when i'm telling someone something sincerely and they say really give an example okay katie i had like a really long day today i got a really big promotion at work oh really (laughs) It's, like, the most insincere thing you can say to someone who's like, yes, really, really sincere. really? Why else would I say it? This also falls under that it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just, like, you don't actually care what the person's saying. You could be, like, really emotional. I could be like, <gasps> Katie, like, I had such a long day today and I broke my foot. Really? <laughs> it works in all sort of emotions. It's like, yes, really? <laughs> I think what we're getting at here is people need to be more sincere and caring you're not going to get far in your relationships if you say, it is what it is, calm down, or really. Yeah. Those are our main points. Or the next one. <laughs> oh, this one's mine. <laughs> I think I ranted to you like a, a second ago about this. If you're trying to make plans with someone, like with someone you don't see that often or you don't talk to as much, but you're like, they're still in your life and you still care about them. And they're like, oh yeah, like whatever happens, let me know. And they kind of like put the ball in your court and they don't want to take responsibility so that- you have to go out of your way to, like, see when they're free, think of what to do, make the plan, make it so it works for both of you. Like, everything is in all responsibility. I don't like when people do that, though, because, like, if you want to hang out, you need to have a conversation with each other like I'm free at 12 well I'm free at 12 30 can you do 12 30 sure you it's like a conversation mutual. it's not like hey I want to hang out with you like I haven't seen you in a while and you're like yeah sure let's do it and, and then the like, other person's like well let me know it's like let you know what <laughs> I just told you I wanted to hang out like let you know that I'm alive I'm alive I'm responding and if you're saying let you know it kind of makes it seem like weeks can go by and you'll be fine so, like, mm-hmm. if you're like, oh, I really like this Mexican restaurant and I'm free on Thursday. And then the person says, let me know. Okay, I guess I'll text you in three weeks when I'm free on Thursday again. <laughs> I just told you all the information that you needed to know to, like, continue. Mm. So, I really don't like that. It's another let's not actually talk sort of situation. Just... Just let me know so I can cancel on you 75 times and we have this pointless conversation 76 times. Yeah, let me know when you're free so that an hour before I'll be like, oh, I'm busy. Let me know is dumb because it's like, if you can not at least conversate with me to tell me, like, what you want to do, your conversation to hang out isn't going to be that great because they can't even conversate to make plans. Yeah, you're not actually going to want to hang out with them. I've had a few people that would be like, let me know, and then I never let them know because I'm like, okay, if you're not going to make an effort, I'm not going to make an effort, so... Mm -hmm. I just trying to make an effort, and I was shot down. I think this one's me. It's both of us, but it gets said to me quite often, apparently. This is just- I hate it. You're quite welcome. Just say, you're welcome. Especially if you're saying- if someone says thank you, and you're like, oh, you're quite welcome. It kind of makes you seem like, snooty, I'm the bigger person because I'm saying you're welcome. You're You're quite welcome. Quite, thank you, Katie. Think quite to (laughs) you. The emphasis is clearly on quite. Especially because, like- you're welcome flows yeah you're quite welcome the qu is so harsh and if you're saying thank you to something you're usually ending the conversation and like it is courtesy to be like you're welcome and then that person would end the conversation Mm -hmm. but if you say thank you and then someone's like oh you're quite welcome it kind of sounds like they're rolling their eyes at you like what you just did raising your eye their eyebrows like welcome yeah you bet it sounds judgy (laughs) yes judgy is the good word so just say you're welcome Number whatever we're on Is don't mention it I will mention it actually <laughs> You know what I won't ever again mention it <laughs> You know all of these kind of have a pattern Of being rude they are rude because don't mention it is kind of like you're welcome yeah but it's like a i don't even know like a snotty way of saying it like a entitled way like oh don't mention it thanks katie for going to pick up coffee for me today don't mention it (laughs) even though i'm gonna charge you on venmo in a second (laughs) it's like clearly something someone kind of rude would say and then the next one is you owe me i hate that that's also like what people say after you say like oh thanks katie for going to get me coffee You owe me. I don't owe you anything, okay? (laughs) Or, like, if someone else asks someone to do something and then you say thank you because you're, like, a nice person. You're indebted to me for life. Even saying thank you, they don't even owe you that thank you. They're just being polite and cordial. Yeah. But to say that I need to go further and owe you something, like, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. No. Because I'm an adult that pays bills. And if you're doing something for someone just so they can owe you... That's, that's kind of sketchy. That's not really actually coming from the right place, Yeah, say. It's like, hey, thanks for fixing my lamp. Yeah, no problem. You owe me. And what do like, I owe you? What do I owe you? A like, $10? <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> do I owe you money? Do I owe you time? It usually comes from when people, like, are doing something out of their, like, going out of their way, or, like, if they get you coffee or something and you didn't ask them to, and then you're like, oh, thanks, oh my gosh, and then they're like, y- you owe me i didn't ask you to do anything i didn't so. sign up for that i don't owe you nothing i don't owe no one nothing <laughs> and then to top it all off our least favorite thing or one of our least favorite things is when people group millennials together or really any group of people but yeah if you say girls are blank all girls are blank or all yeah. boys are blank or but the one that tops the cake millennials need a trophy millennials this millennials that millennials like oh my god stop it already because not all of us are the same no katie and i both work full time and we do all these things and we have aspirations and goals don't group us with the millennials that are wasting their time on beer drinking contests those are also millennials but they're different people we all are different people i don't say all gen xers are and it's usually it comes with something that's mean yeah millennials are lazy or millennials are entitled it's not like millennials are changing the future people are entitled millennials (laughs) are supporting baby boomers yeah millennials are living in this world that we destroyed thank you yeah Let's not group any sort of people together no, like that. everyone's different, and that's just not because I'm a millennial. It's because I'm a nice person. And it is actually offensive when you say something mean and we don't fall under that category so. no offense katie but millennials are <laughs> what have you just said? someone that like used all ten of these yeah. <laughs> in one conversation no offense but most millennials play it by ear they don't have a plan so calm down for pete's sake let me know <laughs> don't mention it let me know when it is what it is okay we would be like bye really <laughs> peace peace out <laughs> calm down peace out calm down so today we are going to review Earth Cafe. Kitty and I had a little sidebar just now, though, because it's spelled with a U. U R T H, and then even the cafe is spelled uh, with two Fs. <laughs> cafe is spelled with two Fs. Cafe. So is it Earth Cafe or is it Earth Cafe? And we've just been saying it wrong this whole time. There's a place called Keen Coffee, which I'm sorry, but we might not review anytime soon because I'm not a big fan. Well, but Keen doesn't have Wi-Fi. Keen doesn't have Wi-Fi or plugs, and they're a little bit... Well, we won't go there yet. My dad reviewed them or wrote about them for his job, and the owner, I guess, pronounces it Kean because there's an accent on the E. So that... Wouldn't the accent be on the A? The E is the one where you're, like, enunciating. Kean. And then the an is just like, you know, an armadillo. But well, when you say keys, so an accent on the e. That just leads me into the I don't make the rules. And who really says that we pronounce anything correctly? And then I called Katie Caddy. I
1: don't point. really
0: know. Like, well, keen is K-E-A-N. But with an accent on the e. I'll play it by ear. But yep. anyway. <laughs> I think it's, I want to say yearth, And we've just been saying it wrong this whole time well let's ask the professionals or we can just start saying earth to the baristas and when they correct us and make our drink with spit then we'll know the answer the the baristas can have no idea yeah but they can make fun of us for sure trust me earth is e-a-r-t-h yeah and cafe is with one f usually Usually. earth cafe it's also hipster all the coffee places we go to are hipster. there's an accent on this e (laughs) cafe earth cafe I don't agree with Kean Coffee, but I'm just telling you facts. I don't know. I really want to call it Earth. Okay, then call it yours. So we went there and we have some pros and cons. We should put that we've been here twice. So it's going to be a good review if we're going somewhere two times. And we'll definitely be back. I think the number one thing that's bringing us back is how amazing their pastries are. We go to Phil's all the damn time. Mm-hmm. And I do sometimes find myself not exactly wanting to go to fills, but it's so good that like I really want fills. So yeah. sometimes like the cons make me go like ew, but I most of the time really want fills. And so Earth has some con- sorry, Earth has some cons, but. Their matcha is amazing, and they have this really amazing Nutella pastry that we had today. That is my favorite thing. Nutella Grotella or Nutella something? Gr- Cruella de Vil, something I don't like know. that. Just say the Nutella thing. But it's amazing, and they're apparently they're known for it. She said it's the most popular thing that they sell. Well, we really liked it. I like that it had hazelnuts on top. It had actual hazelnuts, and the bottom was kind of like coated in sugar glaze or something. It was like a croissant, but not. With Nutella on it and kind of in the shape of a cinnamon roll. And then hazelnuts drizzled on top of the chocolate hazelnut spread. It had a good crunch to it. Yeah, And like cinnamon rolls have cinnamon throughout the roll. And this had like Nutella throughout the... Nutella and like glazed sugar. But it wasn't cinnamon roll texture. It was like puff pastry texture. Mm -hmm. So it was like still kind of light. So that's our number one pro is they have amazing drinks and pastries. Oh yeah, Sunrise latte latte which is basically matcha chocolate espresso and then it comes with boba if you want it which is nice we had a couple other drinks from earth but i think like the best drink in the history of drinks at earth is this matcha yeah none of them really struck out to us except for this one yeah because you had the spanish latte we've had it hot and iced and then we both had the tries, mm-hmm. and Katie didn't even remember it, so it can't be that good. Um, and I didn't get it this time, even though I knew that they had it. Yeah, definitely just get the morning sunrise. Sunshine, if you're a fan match of matcha, 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 you'll love this. Another thing is that they're openly and they have lots of space yes you will always have a chance to get a table even if the place is packed like chances are someone is about to leave because there's so many tables Mm -hmm. and this particular one in orange is really cute because they have a fountain in the place yeah on the inside and even though it's freezing cold out they have outdoor seating which i think had heaters yeah they had nice they had outdoor seating on both sides yeah So it's huge, especially for like Old Town Orange. It's ginormous. Yeah, and it's super cute because it was a historic (laughs) restoration. So it's It's adorable. And we've been waiting. They've been building that since we went to Chapman, basically. (laughs) Another thing that they do well, I guess a con would be that the layout isn't great, but a pro about that is that they kind of do what they can for it. Like the line is usually really long because the layout's kind of weird. So it's like a small place to order, but a giant place to sit. Mm-hmm. and they have these two people with like iPads basically and they go down the line and like ask you if you want something to drink and then if you are just getting a drink you can cut the line and pay mm-hmm. and then if you get food you like wait you for the food in the line yeah yeah but it's kind of nice like if you just want to drink and you're trying to get out the door then they're gonna make that happen but it's nice that they know that this is just a drink we'll Yes. Yeah. Just... You don't always want a pastry or food. We should note that if uh, you're one of those people who still carries uh, that thing called cash, I don't think you can cut the line. (laughs) Because they just stick your credit card in their iPad and then you've (laughs) paid. But I don't know what they would do with cash. So just don't carry around cash. What is cash? Most people don't do that. Another con would be, well, we said the lattes weren't great. The Spanish latte wasn't amazing. It's pretty expensive for being so small. We were thinking of eating there today, and they have an avocado toast that's $12. They have... Their pizzas were, like, tiny, like, personal pizzas, like, Mm -hmm. basically, like, two slices. Mm -hmm. Those were about $15. Yeah, it is Um, kind of expensive. It's expensive for how small the portions are. The plates are small, and the drinks are fairly small. Even if they want to do that, like, turn it on you and say, like, oh, it's all organic. And all the places we've reviewed so far have not been great with size-to-price ratio, but I don't think I would really ever eat here unless there was, like, no other option. Or if I'm, like, going to Earth to eat. Yeah. I've only ever eaten breakfast at Earth. um, And I always get the pancakes. And you always feel really satisfied after I eat them. Like, I feel like they're a good... I don't know how much they are. But whenever I buy it, I don't think, like, oh, that was really expensive. But I haven't gone to lunch or dinner there. And I don't think I ever will. Yeah. And then the last thing that we didn't really like was like how it's a historical building everything is made of brick so from all the tables that I could see next to the, like the barista bar where we were sitting mm-hmm. there were no plugs yeah so it's like a big place and it's near Chapman so they like want you to study there but there's no plugs and then the other thing is that the music was really stupid and loud so it's kind of even more distracting they were playing a lot of stuff that was in Italian and yeah and hip-hop <laughs> like a bunch of hip-hop so you're kind of like am i supposed to be jamming or like focusing yeah like what is also the vibe like, just way too loud and we were right next to the door so it was great people watching and i found myself doing that more than what we <laughs> <laughs> went there to do which was study and focus yeah but we'll definitely be back how many stars would you give it four yeah, I think I would give it four too. We've definitely been to worse places, and other than the distractingness, there's nothing really wrong with it. No, and uh, if you have that kind of money, like, let me know how lunch is. Yeah, or maybe take me. To lunch. me. Yeah, yeah, let me know, cause I would definitely go back. Obviously, for the drinks, I would probably go back to like Bullet Journal or something. Um, if we were to go back to study and, like, we had something due, I would probably sit more secluded. Yeah, maybe, like, in the back room more, like... Just away from the door. Even outside, maybe, if it's not, like, the Arctic. Away from the door and away from the line, because that's where most of the people are, like, they're figuring it out and we're kind of like, we've been here for a while know. <laughs> so... And we would recommend people to go there. Yeah, I mean, it's a good place, obviously, if we've gone two times already. Like, we're not going to bad coffee ever again, But we are going to Earth again, which means... And if you're in SoCal, you have a bunch of options. You have Laguna, Orange... Beverly Hills, and West Hollywood. Yeah, so you should definitely go at least once. It's pretty yummy. And get the matcha, if you're into matcha. Technically, I think we actually have two movies to review. Yeah. So, we went to the theater uh, (laughs) recently, when your uncle was here, to see Happy death day to you and you guys had already seen the first ones so you were like gung-ho you're like we need to see this together yeah and i hadn't seen the first one so i was like along for the ride and i thought it was gonna be like dumb like one of those movies that you go see because it'll be stupid to cleanse your palate yeah and like you don't want to think about it you just want to like veg out and sometimes bad movies are like hilarious but it was actually really good it's like a good kind of thriller like scary but not stupid scary like it's not like jump scares or like gore per se i would say it's 98 percent thriller two percent horror Um, for both of them really and it's actually a storyline like one of our biggest cons was that the first and second one both were like the same formula like the same exact thing happens but you do find yourself like interested in the story you're rooting for the main character like it actually has depth to it so it's not just like a stupid scary movie that will go nowhere well when we saw it the first time both my uncle and i thought that it was going to be stupid we were like well just go see this because it's supposed to be scary we like scary movies and like at the time i think it was like the only scary movie that was out we were surprised at like how good it was so i think that's why we like got really into it we we're like oh my god that was actually really good it could also be really good because we expected it to be really bad and it was like mediocre Surprised so then we were like oh my god it's amazing <laughs> when i first saw the first one was coming out and like the reason i didn't see it was i thought the name was really stupid happy death day yeah it looks like a bad movie like yeah if they well, gave it a cooler name like it's kind of similar to that one movie that was done on the computer searching yeah how we all thought that was gonna be bad because it was shot on a like a mac screen but it ended up being really good and searching is also kind of a bad name like insidious is a really cool name but if you think about it the first insidious is not great like Mm. it's not amazing but you think it's gonna be amazing because it's insidious and the trailer is really good but like death day looks like a really stupid movie like at first glance yeah but it's kind of in the same vein as, like, uh, Scream and Final Destination. Like, it's got that campy cheesiness to it. mm mm-hmm. But it's still good and you're still gonna see the second third and fourth one so like we went to go see the second one i didn't think the second one was as good as the first one i think the first one was like just amazing katie and i were talking about it. it's like i don't know if i would go see the third one like i'd be as gung-ho to see the third one because the second one didn't live up to the unrealistic expectations i put on the first one as you were pointing out like they are the same formula so unless the third one is going to do something different like they don't need to make a third one, because the first and second one are literally the same thing. It's a different storyline, but it's the same formula. Like, yeah. Like, same exact things happen. It's a slightly different... Different storyline, because it's, like, different people, but it still has the same characters basically it's a scary movie where she's living out the same day uh-huh. and she keeps dying in this day so like every time she dies she wakes up and it's the same day so it's mm-hmm. kind of like groundhog day is a scary movie but then in the second one they add like time travel to it yeah like it, dimensions and it's played by this like side character who goes through the same day but like she's the one going through the same day but it's his fault so you're kind of just reliving this the first death day in the second one so if the third one is the same it's not going to be great and we probably won't see it. I feel like even if a third one came out, I would see it. I would just be more likely to, like, get it on demand. But I really liked the fact that the girl is actually relatable. Like, in the first one, she has a bunch of problems. She's kind of rude and not a great person. And she actually goes through, like, an arc. And this the stuff that's happening to her changes her makes her a better person. She realizes that she's not living the best life that she can. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of rooting for her. Like, you want her to win. You don't want her to be going through this. Which, for a cheesy, scary movie, like, you don't expect the characters to be good. I really like her. I really like the guy that she likes. Like, I actually am rooting for them, and I want to know what happens next. Yeah. Which is hard to do with a cheesy, scary movie. I do like her. And, like, it's, uh, lots of, like, female roles in scary movies are, like, really dumb. Yeah, like stereotypical dumb girl or something. Runs into the dark hallway even though she should go the opposite way. But she's, like, empowering and makes good decisions. She has a plan. Yeah, she makes sacrifices. In the second one, she, like, does this amazing thing that kind of helps her stop what's happening. So, like, it's not just, oh, how do I figure out to not die? But it's, like, there's this thing going on and I need to use my brain and my willpower to, like, make it stop. And they give her like a montage, and she does it. You said you would definitely see the first one again. I would watch the first one over and over and over again. It's like one of those movies. Like if it was on TV, you'd watch it. I'm gonna cancel my plans. Like if Harry Potter's (laughs) on TV for Katie, we're not moving. But if Happy Death Day came on, we wouldn't be moving. Yeah. But if Happy Death Day two came on, we could go run some errands. Yeah, and we might watch until the commercial break, and then maybe like change the channel. But you gave the first one an 80 and the second one a 60, which is a pretty big drop. And I gave the first one a 75 and the second one a 70. I think that it was kind of funny that it's the same formula and that I saw the second one first and you saw the first one first. Mm -hmm. Because to me, the second one was like this profound thing. I was like, wow, it's not stupid. It's actually smart. I love her. And then you're like, this is the same damn thing that I saw. And then when I saw the first one, I was like, wait. This is I, the same thing. I was confused because I thought the second one was the next day. No. She's living out the next day. It's still Monday the 18th. Yeah I literally thought it was Tuesday the 19th nope. on the second one and so when I watched the first one I was like I have to watch the same day 20 Monday times again. the 18th. Next time it's Monday the 18th I'm gonna text you like happy death day. Monday the 18th was this year before my birthday dang it i know that's why when i saw when we saw it it was literally like right after our birthdays or whatever and there's I was gotta like, be another monday the 18th coming oh for out. sure i was like wait so she's born on the day before my birthday like i legit thought that but I there's a monday the 18th in uh, march march 18th is a monday oh my gosh <laughs> katie we're going to live the same day in like a week. <laughs> do you think we should change our ringtones to that ringtone that she has and, and make then it like actually have it? Not you know the turn it off thing? at work and like see what people do. The sad thing and sorry work friends, but like no one's going to get it. No one and will no get it. No one's seen that movie No. no. They're going to be like what the heck is that? I can't believe there's a the only Monday the 18th for the rest of the year is in March. This isn't kind of like Oh wait, no, and then also in November i was gonna say it's kind of like the new friday the 13th kind of situation if i text mike on march the 18th and tell him happy death day do you think he'll get it yeah mike is smart especially if he listens to this podcast hint hint mike (laughs) i could put happy death day to you (laughs) he'll be like that was random oh wait it's monday the 18th (laughs) but yeah i legit thought like i was like wow she's an aquarius (laughs) like that's what i thought in my head really they never say the actual month they don't tell you the month they just say monday Monday the 18th 18th. and i'm like wait that just happened hold on i'm sending a reminder it should have come out on monday the 18th they really missed their point because it came out like the week after so should star wars land have come out on may 4th yeah that was really stupid of them In conclusion, go see the first one and then see the second one if you really wanted to after watching the first one. That's Mm -hmm. what I would say. Because I watched it opposite and I kind of wish I would have watched it in order. You should definitely watch it in order. It makes sense. The second one is with that, like, random character, and I didn't realize that the girl he saw was the main girl until she was like, oh my god, it's happening again. Yeah, it's kind of hard to follow along with the second one if you haven't seen the first one. Because you don't know who the main person is. I thought the Asian guy was the main guy. No. And I was like, wait, who's this blonde girl? (laughs) Confused. So yeah, go see it so since katie is about to pass out from tiredness and i'm not gonna pass out i just need to like sit and chill and stop doing things i need to yeah like sit on a couch no, i agree it's been a long day and i'm you've a been doctor up- and i'm prescribing couch sitting that would be amazing <laughs> what if you could get a doctor's note for that it's called stress leave it's a thing and you can get like unemployment for it i know what i'm doing this week or like medical go into the doctor's <laughs> but we had a good week and we need to sit on the couch so we're gonna sign off i'm katie i'm katie